1: Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop drones got the music blessing. Better watch out, it's all he's asking over like roa. He keeps it real. He's no joker, original, he's no poser, no competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving, speakers closer. Cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show.
0: show. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to the Taz Show. This is a, a special prediction podcast talking hell in a cell which is happening early in October 2017 here from Detroit Michigan and I'm gonna give a little prediction show podcast Jones straight at you not like my normal gimmick that I do my normal live video streaming fancy dance show Uh, solo Jones this is almost like the HPM days human podcast machine back in those days as some of you remember. So here we go. Uh, We're going to start off talking here about the Fashion Files. The Fashion Files are going to return to WWE Hell in a Cell, return at WWE Hell in a Cell. So right out of the box, that's interesting. Normally, if you're going to do something like that, like the Fashion Files, we would see them doing the Fandango and the Tyler Breeze and that type of thing. We would see that on a SmackDown. And they were supposed to have it on this past week's SmackDown. But then, uh, you know, they said, well, you know what? Uh, They had Tom Phillips, the play-by-play guy, go, well, you know, it's supposed to be here on SmackDown, but we're going to have it on Hell in a Cell. Okay, that's unlike WWE. Normally, if they say they're going to do something or give us something, they give it. They didn't. So I find it odd that they're going to do it at a pay-per-view. Nevertheless, a pretty good-sized pay-per-view like Hell in a Cell. That they're going to dedicate some time to it but i assume this will be a big chunk of the pre-show i guess i don't think it'll be like during the main body of the show because i would think a lot of the matches need you know uh, a lot of time uh, especially the cell matches you know what i mean so i i I would really think that they'll do this in the pre-show type thing so you know look uh, they promote, i heard heard and promotion out there I don't know who put it out, Mike Johnson or somebody That this will be like a uh, Kind of like a uh, Pulp Fiction feel So to me You know, when I hear Pulp Fiction And I think of professional wrestling Anything involved with it I instantly think ECW and Paul Heyman Because I know Paul Heyman was very influenced uh, uh, Inspired I should say By Pulp Fiction back in the day The great movie by the Quentin Tarantino So, I'm wondering, is Paul Heyman involved with producing the Fashion Files? Maybe with Fandango and Tyler Breeze behind the scenes? Maybe. If that buzzwords of Pulp Fiction got out there, is Paul involved with it? I don't know. That's what I thought right away. So, I'm intrigued. We'll see. Uh, I'm in the corner of Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I do like both these guys. So, hey, if you can make a buck without taking a bunch of bumps, fuck it. God bless you. (laughs) I give you a lot of credit, you know. That's the key, you know. So <laughs> that's longevity. Uh, match to promote for the kickoff, uh, kickoff match um, for the kickoff show, the pre-show. It's Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Hypros, All right. So look, I- I'm not a fan of Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable being together. I like them both individually. I just think that you know when you saw the American Alpha, you kind of felt and thought about Hass and Benjamin. Now you're putting Benjamin with Gable because Jason Jordan's doing his own thing on Raw, which I don't think the kid has still found who he is and the company hasn't found a wheelhouse to push him, but that's another topic, and I've talked a lot about it on my daily show. But I do think that Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable will win the match. I think this will be a good match. I do think that there'll be some tomfoolery, some shenanigans... With the high pros, we've seen some hints of them having heat with each other. I think Raleigh will be the one that turns heel uh, on this thing, on his partner. And I I do think that, um, you know, I, I think that's the route they're going to go with this. But I do think that that little mishap will, will help Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable be victorious. Uh, I'm sure Shelton Benjamin's got to be fucking ecstatic that he came back to WWE in his first pay-per-view. He's thrown on a goddamn kickoff match. Uh, I, I don't think that's cool. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we've seen him uh, on SmackDown already. He looks great. His work is always great. He's a tremendous athlete, Shelton. One of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet in your life. Um, I, 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 It's not that I'm against these two guys as a team, Gable and Benjamin. It's just it just it helps you remember American Alpha and for those of us that remember Haas and Benjamin. I mean, it's just like it's not fresh. It's not new. It's like they just, oh, let's throw you two guys together, you know. Of course, you guys worked I- as partners with other guys really well. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's weak. I think they're too good of workers, both of them, to do that with. But in, reg- in the realms of uh, predicting things, I do think the babyfaces, Benjamin and Gable, will win. Now we go into, uh, I guess, the regular card here of Hell in a Cell. You got Randy Orton versus Rusev. So, uh, you know, look, who can ever knock or say anything negative about Randy Orton's in-ring work, his legacy, his family's legacy? I've had the opportunity uh, to call many of Randy's matches. Uh, the, the, the guy is always on point. Even when he was younger, as a younger kid in the ring, he was just fucking phenomenal. Uh, his in-ring work is just phenomenal. Uh, he's underratedly awesome, and he's been pushed high for years, so I shouldn't say underrated, but you get my drift. Um, I think Randy Orton uh, and Rusev is good. I mean, the chemistry works with these two guys. I like, I like Rusev. You know, he's got big throwback-type heel, um i love rusev day we will have a uh a friggin' parade uh in my neighborhood on rusev day every fucking year it's gonna be huge uh huge i say huge and um rusev day is a big thing yeah it's gonna be a big thing it's gonna be like a new national holiday kind of worldwide holiday bulgarian holiday but i digress i think uh rusev loses the match i do i think rusev loses the match i think randy orton wins um i was talking to seth about this earlier he was thinking that uh Aiden English helps Rusev win the match, which I find odd, but I think Randy wins the match. Um, I hope Rusev wins. I think Rusev needs to win a lot more than Randy does. I mean, I think, you know, uh, Randy's been in the business longer and been around WWE a lot more years than Rusev. Um, And speaking of Rusev, I I, I just think that Lana not being with him on camera, uh, you know, on air... As a, a duo, I, I think hurts a little bit. I, I liked them two together. I thought they were great together. I don't think they should have stopped that. I really don't. Um, my instincts tell me part of the reason why they stopped it was to kind of rib them, because while they were in the the the, the gimmick on air all the time, they kind of broke kayfabe a little bit and went out and did the uh, they got engaged or married or what I can't remember and they put it on their social media and I got a feeling that kind of pissed off WWE a little bit. And I think this was their way to maybe separate. Maybe there's other reasons. I don't know. I don't read dirt sheets and all that kind of shit. So maybe there's other reasons. I'm just not going on what I know of you know, how things are uh, in the business and how you can piss off the office without even knowing sometimes. <laughs> so you got to be smart. I think Randy Orton wins the match. So, uh, But I would like to see Rusev win, but I think Randy is going to win. Um, and like I said, guys, look, I've talked before about predictions in sports entertainment and pro wrestling. It's hard because if you're not part of the production meeting or part of the writing, or you don't know the finishes, it's tough, right? Because it's not like it's like a movie. It's like trying to call the end of a movie when you don't see the, the script. You don't see the script of the movie. You don't know it's you know it's a little tough. It's like a needle in a haystack. So, uh, but I'm just going on how I feel they've been pushing guys, and and I think fans like to predict things too. So uh what the hell um uh we'll have at it i could be wrong i've been wrong many times but many times i've been right so uh we shall see okay so i gave you randy orton and rusev now we're going to get into the match to be honest with you that i'm looking forward to the most (laughs) and that's bobby Roode versus dolph ziggler i love the way they got into this angle i love that dolph was doing mocking everyone's entrance from Shawn Michaels and DX and Triple H and Ultimate Warrior and a bunch of others I'm missing, Undertaker, all this different stuff. I like that. I like it. Some people were scratching their heads because it was going on for a couple weeks. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? What's Dolph up to? What's he bitter about? What's he doing? What's he bitching about? Bop, 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 bop. But at the end of the day, the the the, the payoff was it was, a, it was perfect because of Bobby Roode. Because for those that don't know Bobby Roode, let's say you were not familiar with Bobby's work before he got to the main roster. Maybe you didn't see him on NXT. Maybe you didn't see him in TNA. All success back in the day, Team Canada, all the stuff. This guy's one of the better modern day workers. He's a top five worker in the world. I mean, it, that's not an exaggeration. As far as big matches, ability to go and fucking and draw money and work, Bobby has done that for, for years upon years and hold, held so many championships, the fucking dude is legit, straight up, so he's more than just an entrance, I promise you that, <laughs> so, uh, but that's the gimmick, that's what Dolph's doing, as they heal, he's saying, you Bobby, are just that, you're the problem with WWE, you are just an entrance, you know, but that's what helps make Dolph a good heel, that he can bullshit like that. Um, I, but I do like how they organically kind of got into this with Dolph ha- uh, making fun of other people's entrances to get into this, this storyline. I like it. I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I like what they did um, by giving Dolph the last word on um, on SmackDown this past Tuesday. Uh, he kind of just ripped into Bobby Roode and stuff like that. Well, I shouldn't say I think Bobby kind of had the last word to come to think of it. Bobby had the last word because he did the glorious thing with the music. So I, I stand corrected on that. I apologize. Um, I, I gotta tell you, this is Bobby's, I guess, first big pay-per-view, I would think on WWE, not, not NXT, forget NXT for a minute. I I gotta tell you, I think Bobby wins the match. Um, but I'm going to pitch something to you guys as fans that I would like to see happen here. And I think WWE has a great opportunity to do this. And if they do what I think they should do and what I hope they do, then Dolph should win this match but I don't think they're going to do this, and I think Bobby wins. I think Dolph is just, um, unfortunately, in my opinion, I think he's going to be a sacrificial lamb to get Bobby to the next level, and that's what they're going with Bobby, slow Bill Jones. But this is the idea I want to tell you guys, and this is pretty badass. I did not discuss this on my regular show, on the video show, on the Taz show. This is just here. I'm doing this for the first time ever on this podcast. Fantasy book this shit right here, yo. Check this out. Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, th- best three out of five series type gimmick, you know, and, and build us up to the next big pay-per-views, have Dolph win the first one, you know, uh, dude, these two guys in a three out of five over the next few months, it's fucking money, these two guys are tremendous workers, They not, these guys can fucking work, these, these are awesome talents, both these guys great on the mic compliment they i've never seen them they're gonna compliment each other big time physically trust me in this match three out of five fucking ziggler and rude money all day if you do it you gotta have the heel win on sunday at hell in a cell but my firm prediction is they're not gonna do what i just said three out of five bobby's gonna win that's my firm prediction okay I give firm predictions, then I give softer predictions. And that's kind of how I do this, yeah. It's kind of like different types of predictions. You know what I'm saying? All right, United States Championship match, AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. AJ comes in as the champion. I got to tell you, on SmackDown for the go-home going into this Hell in a Cell, Baron Corbin did the honors and lost in an upset victory. Ty Dillinger got an upset victory, I should say. Over Baron Corbin And it shocked a lot of people And I think it was great for Ty Dillinger He needs it And I don't think it hurts Baron Corbin Um, I do think And this is a bold prediction Baron Corbin will be The new United States champ I think he's going to defeat AJ Styles I think Vince McMahon, Triple H, Stephanie They know Corbin needs this title right now AJ doesn't need it He really doesn't He'd be an awesome heel to have as United States champ right now they kind of repackaged him with this new music he has and it's kind of different feel the announcers have been promoting and plugging him the right way um i I like it i like it a lot and i say put it on baron corbin And uh, it's not gonna hurt aj aj's a made guy you know um I, i don't think it hurts aj at all so i'm i'm making a bold prediction straight up jones i'm saying baron corbin becomes the new united states champion um I might be wrong in that, but that's my prediction. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to get right into the SmackDown Tag Team titles. The Usos. Uh Hell in a Cell match against the New Day. Um, look it, man. I-, I gotta tell you straight up. You know, this is this I guess will be would be the first match in the cell. Uh the Hell in a Cell. Yo, Usos, I talked about this on I think Wednesday's edition of the Taz Show. The Usos, they went into This, they did a promo, I should say, uh, uh, they did a promo segment on SmackDown that was absolutely tremendous. I mean, absolutely tremendous. And uh, when the New Day came out, it was almost like, uh, like people almost didn't want to see New Day. It was so good. So good. Such a heel. I talked about this on the show. Real urban feel, street feel, felt legit. I, I pitched an idea on my show on Wednesday. Change the lighting effect. Do some lighting treatment for them. Dennis had a pretty good idea, like a penitentiary, like spotlight, like when someone escapes. I said to off offer Dennis's idea, like when someone escapes from penitentiary, and they got the spotlight, like have that on them, not instead of over their head, like shooting at them while they're cutting these promos. Do a lighting treatment, something. Uh, just change it up when they do their promos. It's awesome. Their promo work has been great. and so different. They're not hacking no one. They're fucking in their own wheelhouse. It's great shit. It's the way it should feel. Put the damn tag team titles on these fucking guys. Put it on them, son of a bitch. Put it on them, man. I, are they gonna put on them? Is New Day gonna drop them? I don't know. This is the one match that I'm I'm a little torn on. Um, uh, you know what? I sh- I liked when Usos had the titles from the get. I say put it on them again. But, um, you know what? Fuck it. Spin them, Jones. I'm going to say it again. Just like I said with the United States Championship, where Corbin's going to get it. Ah, I almost said it. I almost made the prediction that the Usos will be the new champs. (sighs) Fuck it. I'm saying it. Damn it. I don't care. Smackdown tag team champs, the new champs will be the Usos. They will defeat the New Day. I just think I just think it's it's get them cranked up. Get them rolling. Get them rolling, man. They're real, man. They're real. I just I, I you know, it's definitely getting to the point of played out big time. You know, with with the New Day. They I think New Day just needs a little break. They need to change them up or break them up or do something. They need a little change with the new day. Seriously. There there, there, there needs to be a change. Uh, let's jump into the SmackDown Women's Championship, Natalya against Charlotte Flair. Now, they did a deal where, and I wasn't crazy about it, where Charlotte tapped out, um, to Natalya in a tag team match on Tuesday's edition of SmackDown, okay? Which would lead a lot of people to believe that Charlotte now is going to get redemption and gain that SmackDown Women's Championship from Natalya. I'd like to see it happen. I like Natalya. I, I, you know, I think she gets good heat as a champ, but I, I do think that it, it's more of Charlotte Flair's time. I'd like to see Charlotte be the champion here. I don't think they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna keep it on Natalya. I think they they're, I think there's a better time soon coming for Charlotte. I don't think it's on Sunday at Hell in a Cell. So I say somehow, some way. Natalya retains her women's championship against Charlotte Flair. That's what I think. Then we got the WWE Championship with Jinda Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, look, they've pushed this the right way. They're trying to put a lot of heat, some controversial heat on Jinda Mahal. Um, I think we get a new champion here. I think Nakamura gets it. I think Nakamura gets the title. I think he needs the title. Jinda's had it for a while. I love Jinder as champ. Um, I've been right on all my predictions about Jinder. And I'm going to say it here. I think he loses the title to Nakamura. I do. I do. Not riding the fucking fence here, kids. Sorry, Sonny. Not happening. I think Nakamura gets out of Detroit on Sunday. New WWE champion. I do. I just feel it. Um, I think that it's... It's a thing where he's been there quite some time now, okay, Uh, Nakamura, uh, on the main roster. And there's only so much you could do with him, Nakamura, in his promo work. His entrance is awesome. He's a rock star. That's his gimmick. They build him as the rock star. There's only so much you can do with him with his promos. We saw that when Renee Young interviewed him in the middle of ring to open up Smackdown on Tuesday. I mean, they're writing for him. His promos are very simple because his first language is not English. And I'm not, I don't mean that negatively towards the man. It's just, it's a fact. His first language is Japanese. His English isn't bad, but it's not enough to talk me or anybody else into the arena. None of you people, you people, As wrestling fans are paying to see a fucking Nakamura promo, let's be honest. But WWE is trying to show more depth and layers to who he is, so they're having him talk once in a while. And like I said a while back, when you have knock talk, make sure you don't let him talk too long. Short sound bites, quick and simple. But fuck me. I did not mean sticks and stones will break my bones. I mean, I couldn't believe they did that with him on Tuesday. Like the little childish sticks and stones will break my bones. I I mean, it wasn't the, you know, the worst thing in the world, but it was kind of like, I felt bad that the guy had to say it. It was like, that's like, that's how we're starting off SmackDown. Point is here. They have a lot of money, effort, time invested in Nakamura He's over like Rover. People love the fucking guy, and you should. He's tremendous. Therefore, next level for him is the championship. I say you put it on him, and I think they're going to put it on him. I like Jinder Mahal as heel champ. He's had a hell of a run, and if they kept it on Jinder, I got no problem with it. But my prediction is Nakamura gets it. I have no problem with Jinder keeping it, but I think Nakamura gets it. I think I might be wrong on that one, so... (laughs) <laughs> but we'll see i just my gut my gut the way they've been doing the story that's how i feel going into the the gimmick here um then you go into the main uh hell in a cell deal here where they changed it now shane put the stip out there shane mcmahon versus kevin owens shane put the stip out there that it's now false count anywhere match which is i said it's on on wednesday it's kind of weird right you know it's a cage match or it's not a cage damn it it's a cell I said this on Wednesday. I got yelled at for that. It's not a damn cage. It's a fucking cell. All right, Vince. Got it. So um, Shane put the, the gimmick in there. False count anywhere. You know, I guess it's kind of funky. You know, it's tough to wrap around. False count anywhere. Why do you have a cell? Why do you have a cage if you can go anywhere and pin someone? But it doesn't matter. It, it, this, this match will be mayhem. I hope both guys are safe. I think there's going to be some crazy shit happening. I think Shane's going to go nuts in this thing because he can do that. I hope he's safe. I hope Kevin Owens is safe. Um, It's a must-see deal. I got to be frank. It's a must-see deal here. I think this is going to fucking be some pretty epic shit. Uh, They put some epic booking into it. I can promise you that. You know where Vince McMahon himself uh, did did you know got 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 his ass kicked by Kevin Owens, and if anybody anybody ever comes on my show or comes at me on social media anytime and tries to talk about the lack of push that Kevin Owens is getting ever please don't do that go away okay my man has got the uh the the, the most ultimate push you're ever going to get <laughs> it's amazing this is proof that you don't need a fucking title to get a push that's what i'm saying this is a push when Vince takes bumps for you and bleeds at his age, that shows how vital this angle is to them. When they allow Kevin Owens and they rife him promos that are very stiff about Shane, the helicopter, and then mentioning Shane's, you know, kids, you know, all that shit is heavy. And they did the stuff they did at the concession stand where Shane was selling, got beat up by Kevin Owens, and on uh, at SmackDown from the Denver on uh, on on Tuesday, all that jazz, you know. They've done this angle the right fucking way. And this match, I think, will 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 not disappoint. It will not disappoint. Um, I think it's going to be fucking crazy. I think they're doing false count kind of anywhere because it sounds like Shane's going to do some sick, crazy bump to the outside. And maybe they can't finish the match because of the selling of the wrestlers, the two guys, Shane and Kevin, getting back in the cell. That's probably why they're doing this. I gotta be honest with you um my gut the whole while they've done this angle once okay my my gut tells me kevin owens wins and i'm gonna say it flat out that kevin owens will win this match that's my prediction okay why well i'll tell you why there ain't no fucking way that vince mcmahon is gonna do what he did for kevin owens physically himself at his age He don't need to. Vince doesn't need to do that. He's not doing that to get over Shane McMahon. He's not. He's not doing that to get over the storyline good versus evil and and good prevailed. He's not. I don't think so. I mean, hey, you know, like I say, I have to say it. I could be wrong, and I might be wrong. But I think the reason why Vince did that is to make Kevin Owens. And I've always been a proponent, I've always been an advocate promoting Kevin Owens and putting him over, while other people were fucking coming on and doing podcasts and other shows and fucking ripping this guy before he even wrestled there, saying the fucking guy don't look the part, he don't dress the part, his physique is not the right part, his look is all this shit, and they buried him. And I'm the guy saying, yo, 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 this guy's fucking legit. He was legit in Ring of Honor. I know when I was in TNA, I was trying to get him in fucking TNA, (laughs) and I failed miserably. Um, I'm telling you right now, Anybody who thought that shit is out of their fucking mind, and this guy's proven you wrong immensely many times already. And WWE has proven everybody wrong, starting with Vince. Out of all the guys for Vince truly to get over and bump for himself and bleed and all this shit and sell, it's someone that has the physique of Kevin Owens or dresses like Kevin Owens or has the character like Kevin Owens. To me, I think that's great. I tip my cap to you, Mr. McMahon, on that. And I think you're putting the heat on the right guy in Kevin Owens. He's the fucking right guy. Shane McMahon has done a great job here with fucking Kevin Owens in the storyline. I love the shit out of the whole thing. I think it's great. I think Kevin Owens wins. They didn't do all the shit they've been doing to have Kevin lose. You're making a real nasty motherfucking villain heel. And they showed signs again of how they're pushing him the right way as a heel, not some cool heel that wants to be a babyface. Little shit. Like Shane McMahon cutting a promo where it's supposed to be face-to-face on SmackDown, and meanwhile, Kevin Owens is in the crowd, you know, 100 yards away. That's heat. That separation creates heat for the heel. That's good booking. Good job on that, WWE. Good shit. Kevin Owens wins this match. I'm sorry. That's my prediction. That's the deal. It's going to be great. I hope both guys are safe in that shit. Seriously, it's going to be wild. So there you have it, kids. Straight forward your head. No bullshit. Right at you. Prediction podcast on Hell in a Cell. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, go on the uh, iTunes and all that shit and, and rate it and 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 put me over if you want. If you don't like me, don't put me over. That's fine. But I hope you like me. And I hope you guys enjoyed this um prediction podcast. And I appreciate all support you guys give me on all my social media platforms and on my daily show. Uh, uh close to 500 shows already running live and so i i can't thank you guys enough seriously uh, for all the support and and i love interacting with you guys either on the phone when you call in or on facebook live or on uh, instagram or social uh or twitter whatever it is i love to support and i told you some changes are coming towards the end of the year with my programming and my content not sure what it'll be i think it's going to be a lot of positive stuff i think you guys will be happy but I'm just giving you guys a heads up. Some things are changing, and I've been saying this for a while. I still can't give you details, but it's coming, um, and we shall see. I think it's going to be really good shit. All right, and I hope you guys enjoyed this prediction podcast. And I'll uh, and I'll talk to you guys on uh, on Monday right after the Hell in a Cell, and uh, and and talk about that and give my reaction react to Hell in a Cell. Alright, guys. Uh have a good one. Enjoy Hellna Cell. And uh that's yeah. it. I'm Taz you're not. Yeah. Take it
1: easy. I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Hate has been hiding behind the space. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball on us all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got been wondering where they got the Bacardi at one pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm up I won't let you go I left my heart in the city